Hey, it's Alan Carter. Welcome to a very special Christmas Eve broadcast featuring a very special right honorable guest. Let's get to it. Hi there. Hello and welcome to Christmas Eve and a very special Alan Carter show. Hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Oh, well, Prime Minister, welcome. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Prime Minister. Uh, the Prime Minister uh, is uh, with us for the course of the hour. Uh, Prime Minister, I, I know you're busy. Uh, isn't there something you would normally be doing uh, this time of year? We usually get together to eat too much food, including birthday cake, share laughs and stories, watch cheesy holiday movies, give each other gifts, and most importantly, spend quality time together. Ah, that quality time. It's important. And I know in the Trudeau household that it's uh, traditional to, you know, to, to practice your paid speeches for charity events at this time of the year, you know, just to, you know, kind of work on, workshop some some things. And I know that's not going to happen this year for the Trudeau family, so that's that's sad. I just, Prime Minister, on behalf of the family, uh, perhaps uh, on behalf of the country, pardon me, I would just ask that this year you forego any costumes for Christmas, if if you don't mind, I, Prime Minister, I know. I know. I know that traditionally you you dress up as one of the wise men. You're always the guy that gives out the frankincense. But please, we've had this conversation before. Don't dress up as something you're not. I'm gonna go grab my coat and I'll be right back. All right. Well, you stick with us, Prime Minister, through the course of the hour. The Prime Minister will be with us uh, on this Christmas Eve. You know, today is the traditional day of the true Christmas warrior. Only the few, the strong, and the decisive can handle this day. For years, I had the intestinal fortitude and the lack of concern for my own safety required to be one of the elite. I'm talking about the Christmas Eve shopper. You know, while others stockpile gifts weeks, even months in advance, the Christmas star calls upon the procrastinating warrior to delay even beginning to shop till about 2 p.m. today. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? And then, faster than Joseph and Mary can hightail it to Egypt, the Christmas warrior swoops in, into the mall, or for the true elite, the shopper's drug mart. In, out, Everybody's happy. Well, if not happy, at least they have something to unwrap. Uh, pardon me, pardon me, Prime Minister. But this Christmas is different. Well, that is true, Prime Minister. You that you make an excellent, excellent point. I appreciate that. This Christmas is indeed different because COVID has thrown a wrench into things. You know, many of us, we're not worrying about going to the shoppers. We're worrying about, is that package going to make it? I'm hitting refresh on the Purolator. I'm hitting the refresh on the tracking on Canada Post. Come on! Oh, what a right pickle we're in! Or, more likely, what we are doing, those of us that live in areas that are already locked down, Toronto, Peel, we're getting in the car, and we're hitting the malls 
in the areas that are not locked down because somehow it makes sense in this province to delay a province-wide lockdown until the 26th because wink, wink, nudge, nudge, got to get out there and get some shopping. Go ahead. Get out there. Get out there to Oakville. You can shop in Oakville right now. You go out to Durham region, no problem. Go shop, no problem. Now, let me drop some details on you right now. We had a record number of cases today. 2,447, 49 people, 49 people died in the province of Ontario in the past 24 hours from COVID-19. But by all means, get in the car, get out there and get some stocking stuffers because that's what you got to do. It's frustrating, is it not? We're going to get you to Brittany Rosen, who is a video journalist. Said, Let me know when uh, we got Brittany on the line. She's uh, doing a TV hit right now. Brittany, you heard in the news, is out there in Durham region. We're going to talk to her in just a second about what she sees out there. Here's, here's some more details I want to drop on you. Look at this number here. What's our testing number in the last 24 hours? I keep raising this. I keep talking about it. We got 64,500 tests. Like, woo-hoo, man, that is awesome. That is great number. But look at the next number, 75,000 pending. And again, that pending number is so key because what it means is that we're way behind. We're increasingly falling behind as the pending number outstrips the testing number. And that means we can't test and we can't trace. And that is a big problem. Brittany Rosen is on the line. Hey, Brittany, where are you? Hey, good Hey, good afternoon, Alan. I'm just at the Oshawa Center, roughly 60 kilometers east of Toronto. Um, I know you're doing some news reporting today. Uh, are, are, have you got your Christmas shopping done, by the way? <laughs> I got my Christmas shopping done a while ago. I had a feeling the holiday rush was going to happen. I had a feeling that we were going to go into lockdown and so I, I made sure that I did mine a couple of weeks ago because I'm just someone who likes to avoid the rush. Um, I, I do not like crowds. I like to take my time. And so I made sure that I got that done and out of the way. You? Uh, all right. Well, you, this year is different for me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm, I used to be a true Christmas warrior. What I talk about is that true Christmas warrior that really goes out on the 24th, maybe around 2 o'clock, and just does it all, and just does it without any thinking at all. Just moves in and bang. Everybody's getting loofahs this year, whatever, you know, and you just do that. But I'm just wondering what you're seeing out there. Is the place just lousy with people from lockdown areas? I mean, lockdown areas, I can't be sure of that. What I can tell you is, People have been coming in and out of the mall. They actually uh, changed their hours to open up at 8 today. They normally open up at 10, so they opened up extra early, and I saw people heading in from 8 to 8.30. When we got here at 6 this morning, I was doing some live hits for Global News Morning. Parking lot was completely empty, completely different story. Now, Alan, um, it's really pretty hard to find a spot if you come here. Um, and so, yeah, the place is pretty much packed. What, what about lineups? I mean, obviously they, they have restrictions on how many people are supposed to be inside, so do you have to line up to even get in at this point? Usually you do. I think because, I, I know I said that it was busy, but I don't think that this is the busiest that it's going to get. So at this point, I don't see any lineups. 
Um, but I'm assuming that's because the mall just isn't at full capacity yet. I know they are asking people, um, you know, those COVID-19, do you have any COVID-19 symptoms? Uh, however, they aren't checking their IDs. So I've just been seeing, um, because people are pretty much coming out at a pretty quick pace, it's just in and out. It's like a revolving door here. Haven't seen any huge lineups just yet. But again, parking lot is getting pretty packed. I'm sorry, I I missed what you said about checking IDs. Yeah, so this mall in particular is not checking IDs. Um, So we don't know who is a Durham resident and who is coming from out of town. They are simply just stopping people at the door and asking them, do you have any COVID-19 symptoms? No, no, no. Okay, go ahead, go right in. Right, I, I, I understand. And I just noticing a, a couple of minutes ago, the uh, Premier has just put out a, a message saying that, you know, even though we're not going into lockdown until the 26, every time you leave your house, that, uh, you know, is a dangerous thing. Don't leave your house um, if you don't have to. But the, the kind of mixed messaging here is that we got malls in, you know, adjacent areas, not that far from where I'm talking. I'm yelling at you from a closet in the basement of an industrial building in Don Mills, but I could be where you are pretty quickly to go shopping. And I think that's kind of a mixed message. Yeah, you absolutely, I mean, you could get here, Alan, in pretty much less than 40 minutes. And it's not the only mixed messaging that we've heard Um, here in the region. I spoke to regional chair John Henry earlier this week. He is advising people from other regions, um, gray areas, those areas are more infected than Durham to not come here. But I spoke to Oshawa Mayor Dan Carter today who says, you know, he's not too worried. Everyone's taking their precautions. Everyone's wearing their masks, social distancing. And so he's not too worried about those so-called zone hoppers. So, yeah, I I reiterate what you just mentioned. Uh, Very mixed messaging uh, from all levels of government. Uh, The Prime Minister Minister is with us, Brittany. Uh, The Prime Minister wants to weigh in. Uh, Prime Minister? But this Christmas is different. Thank you, Prime Minister. That is uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau letting us know, Brittany, that this Christmas, I'm not sure if you've noticed, this Christmas is different. Very, very different. Yes, we won't be getting to spend um, time with our family. We won't be getting to have large uh, gatherings. And yes, we'll probably have to see them on Zoom, which is very unusual. But I mean, it's it's what we have to do. We have to follow the public health advice to, you know, stay at home and stay safe, Alan. Brittany, oh, so great to have you on. I know you've uh, been a contributor to the radio program over the course of the year. Thank you so much. And thank you for your work. I, you know, I, people don't necessarily know this, but, you know, you are out there. You're shooting all your own stuff. You're, you're a one-woman band. And it, it has got to have been difficult, especially during the second wave, to be out there amongst the public talking to people. I mean, I'm wondering, do you feel like you're putting yourself at risk doing that job? You know what? We we take all the precautions that we need to, Alan. Um, it, it was definitely pretty scary at the beginning of the pandemic. And, and I thank you for your kind words, by the way. That is so kind of you to say. Um, but, you know, we, we never worked from home. We have been coming in. Um, you know, we wear our masks. We have our, you know, um, big sticks that we put the mic on in order to keep the social distancing. It is a little bit concerning when you have to cover, you know, public events where there's large crowds but luckily i haven't really had to do any of that since the pandemic has started 
So for me, um, you know, as long as I wash my hands um, pretty frequently and, you know, just keep my distance from people, um, sanitize quite often, I, I don't have too, too many concerns, but I, I understand why other people would, especially in people in on the front lines, people in, you know, the healthcare sectors. Um, I can't imagine how uh, paranoid that they would be feeling about uh, potentially, you know, catching the, the virus. As we know, it, it spreads so quickly. It even mutates, as we saw in England. Um, and so, yeah, definitely very concerning. But, you know, I'm doing my best to keep a positive attitude. And I, I wish that those around me did the same. And it sounds like you're definitely doing that, Alan. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to follow the rules the best I can. I think we're all just trying to do our part. Brittany, thank you so much for being on the program all this year. Please take care. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, Alan, for having me. Wishing you the best Christmas as best as it can be during COVID-19. Thank you. All right, uh, D- Justin Trudeau, you anything you want to finish up, uh, Justin? Anything at all, Prime Minister? Prime Minister. Hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Uh, the Prime Minister with us throughout the course of the hour. Stay with us. This is the Alan Carter Radio Program. Welcome back to a very special Christmas Eve edition of the Alan Carter Show, featuring some pretty special guests this hour, including the Prime Minister. Of Canada. Friends aren't stopping by for cookies and eggnog. No, that's no, I know, I know friends aren't coming by, uh, uh, Mr. Trudeau, Justin, if you, if, I, if you don't mind if I call you that. <laughs> friends will not be coming by for cookies and eggnog. Just one of the ways that this Christmas is very different. Stay with us. The Prime Minister is with us throughout the course of the hour in our this next Christmas segment. This Christmas is different. Thank you. Yeah, I, we all know this. In our next segment, we're going to open up the phone lines and we're going to talk about how you might be celebrating Christmas. Are you doing something different? How are you changing what you do? Here's something I think you need to be doing, if you haven't thought about it already, is you need to be shopping local. You need to be able to spend your money. Don't go onto the Amazon Try and spend your money locally. Whatever you could do to help out local businesses and small businesses because they are hurting, especially restaurants and bars and those that cannot you know, operate right now because of COVID restrictions. On the line is Cherish Stevenson, who is the owner of the Cherry Cola Rock and Roll Cabaret and Lounge. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Alan. Tell me about the ch- <laughs> tell me about the Cherry Cola Rock and Roll Cabaret and Lounge. That sounds just like my kind of thing. I'm surprised you haven't come down to visit. <laughs> we are a um, a small 100 person venue that's located downtown Toronto, and we've been operating for 10 years now. Well, it would have been 10 years in May, but due to COVID, we had to shut down, obviously. And what and, happens um, in the Rock and Roll Cabaret and Lounge? Well, we are a live music venue, and we also do burlesque shows. We're the longest-running burlesque show in Toronto. We've been doing it for almost seven years now. Every Sunday night, it's called Simple Sundays, and it's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> okay, so so obviously since you've been shut down in this most recent lockdown, you haven't been able to do anything at all. It's not like you can yeah. you know transition to making masks or something. No. Well, I, mean, we, I know a couple of friends who own bars that have done that, um, but for us, I mean, that really doesn't 
it's wonderful and it's great to do for the community, but it doesn't really provide much of an income. It really hasn't wouldn't be something that could keep us afloat right now, unfortunately. I'm just what what's your feeling about how Ontario has handled things? I mean, just from from your perspective as a business owner, um, you know, obviously you're in a tough spot right here. It is. It's really challenging. I think, uh, quite frankly, I think they've done a good job, but it's just um, there have been a lot of delays, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> right now, my landlord wants all of his back rent, and um, I'm waiting to, I, I have to wait a little bit to apply for funding to get some money for him. And that's sort of the problem that we're dealing with. That's why I started a GoFundMe campaign to get all of the, um, the arrears taken care of. He has threatened to evict me today, actually. Um, but the wonderful thing that's come out of this campaign is that I've had so much support from the community. And our MPP, Chris Glover, um, sent me some information. He actually handed me an arsenal of information um, stating that I am protected right now. And this has been the best thing that's come out of this experience. So today I won't be evicted. That's wonderful. I don't know um, a month from now if I'm going to be okay. But for right now, I have a home which is great. How hard has it been to uh, find the information? And like you say, you know, you went to your RMPP and you got some information that says, well, this can happen and this can't happen. How difficult as a business owner has it been to navigate all that? That's been challenging. It's not right there in fine print. It, it, it took me forever to try to find any information. And then again, like I said, only the politicians could really help me. So it's, I think, one of the reasons that I wanted to be on your show today was to share this with small business owners and to let them know that if they're in the same circumstance I'm in right now, that they can't be bullied and that they, they can stay where they are and try to work on solutions for the situation they're in, which is what I'm trying to do myself. And so the the landlord in, in your case is saying it's that's time's up, all the back rent, everything that has accrued since March, they need it now. Yeah. Or you're out. His exact words were, you're out. He said, if you don't give me everything by the 23rd, you're out on Christmas, Christmas Eve. I said, you're serious, Christmas Eve. And he said, yes, Christmas Eve. Those were his words. So, so you know, I've scrambled. And that was only two weeks ago he said that to me. So for the past two weeks, I've been scrambling to try to figure something out. And it really just came to the point where I had to ask for support from the community. And the support has been overwhelming, unbelievably overwhelming. brought to tears just thinking about it, to be honest. Um, it's really been incredible. It, and it has been a Christmas miracle. If anything, it's it's made me realize how very important this little venue is to our community, to the arts, to music, and just to the culture of Toronto as a whole. It's, it's a very special thing. And I really, I wholeheartedly believe in it, and I want to keep it going. Well, it is so wonderful to see the community rally around, you know, places, whether they're, you know, it, and I, I think this is so important. It's sort of, you know, what I led off with, which is, you know, th- this Christmas and over these holiday season and through the second wave, if if we want the cultural institutions, the things that make our neighborhoods great to stick around, mm-hmm. you know, as community members, I think we gotta we got to step up. we got to realize that look into the government for the, for the solutions and, you know, the kind of solution about you know you can't be thrown out you can't be evicted that's one side but exactly the support needs to be there and tell us more about how people can get involved if they want to support you uh in your gofundme 
Right now, I mean, there is a link on Facebook on our Cherry Colas page, Cherry Colas Rock and Roll at Cabaret and Lounge, the long one. Um, I also have an Instagram, uh, Miss Cherish Marie, and there's a Cherish, uh, Cherry Colas Toronto Instagram. There's the link in the bio there, so they can they can donate there. It's um, but if anything, if if people don't have money, I know things are tight for everyone right now. Um, just sharing the campaign makes all the difference in the world. Getting it out there to people who understand what I'm going through, what we are going through as a community, um, that, that's more than I could ask for, really. Doug Ford sometimes listens to this radio station. Uh, he made the mistake once of calling me, but he doesn't do it anymore. But he says sometimes <laughs> listen. Uh, if uh, Doug Ford or members of his government are listening right now, what would you ask of them? Oh, I would ask, well, personally, I, I would ask to donate, but, I, but I'd also ask for them to to come up with some sort of program to help the live music venues and the restaurant industry because we got, we've got we gotten hit hard, and we had to close down right away. I was the first bar, actually, in Toronto to close. I made that decision because I just didn't feel it was safe for my, for my customers and for, my, for myself, for my staff. So, um, yeah, we've just been really hit hard, and if there's something they can do to help us, you know, it would be well, we'd open welcome arms, I'd say. <laughs> Cherish Stevenson, thank you so much for coming on. The best of the holiday season to you. Please you. stay safe, thank and you. we'll check in with you soon. Thank you, Alan. Happy holidays. That is Cherish Stevenson, who is the owner of Cherry Cola Rock and Roll Cabaret and Lounge. When we come back... A chance for you to weigh in as we talk about what you are doing over the holiday season. How are you getting by? Have you changed what you are doing? When we come back, I'm going to tell you about what I got set up in my backyard. I got something set up in my backyard, and I think this is the thing. This is the ticket for me to be able to safely celebrate Christmas. The only problem is... There's a snowstorm coming. Coming up, your calls, 416-870-6400. How you are changing your Christmas, plus my story about what's in my backyard. That's next. Time to fess up and tell the truth. Come on. That's not mistletoe over my head. That's, I don't know what it would maybe be Wonder Woman's lasso. Maybe I'll get Uh, that. I'm mixing all my metaphors here. Wonder Woman 1984. I love that. I love that when they put out a movie with a year and, you know, they talk about it like, wow, man, that's way back in the history. Wow. 1984, way back. And you think, I, that was not that long ago. I, I had a good year in 84. I enjoyed 84. 416-870-6400. The question, the lasso from Wonder Woman around your waist is what are you doing for Christmas? Are, have you made any changes? Are you doing anything different? I'm going to tell you a story about what's in my backyard. I promised it. I'm going to get to it right after Ron from Etobicoke. Ron, have you changed your plans? Are you doing the right thing? Um, not at all. What? Uh, no, I'm doing the right thing, but I'm not changing any plans at all. So, gonna, so you're just a singleton. You just live by yourself in a small cave, no, and because I, I, I have a family, my family's coming over. Everybody what do you mean your family's coming over? Like inside like, the house? Inside the house. If you can imagine that, isn't that radical? Well, it, it's not. It's not radical. It's not recommended. And by who? 
You know, I listened to your, was it Sapria that was on before talking about how the British, she was reading the British strain as 70% more infectious, but she never told us who she was reading. What kind of fear porn are you people pimping? All right, I I believe you're talking about uh, the previous host who is Kelly. I ain't pimping no fear. I don't know what's going on in your house, Ron. Have you noticed? Have you noticed what's going on with death numbers? I tell you, I tell you how many, 49 people in this province died from COVID-19 in the past 24 hours. How many people died of opioid overdoses? More. That is that is classic whataboutism, my friend. I mean, look, I'm not going to well, change your mind. I'm not going to change no. your mind. I just wish that you might, for the rest of us, take it a little bit more seriously. Appreciate your call, Ron. Thanks. 416-870-6400. Maybe that's my Christmas ask of all of you. You can take back the 4K television. You, I don't. I don't need it. I would just prefer that you do what you're supposed to do. I don't care if you believe it or not. Friends just do the right thing for cookies and eggnog. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got. Go- I got going. Uh, Justin Trudeau is with us. Justin, how you doing? You good? Prime Hello, Minister everyone, with- and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Prime Minister. Gloria is online, too. Gloria, I got upset. I'm sorry. I feel bad now. Uh, are you changing your Christmas plans? Yeah, this is the second time you guys have got my name wrong. It's Maria. Oh, I'm so sorry, Maria. I mean, if there's one thing you could ask for for Christmas, it would be get my name At right. Okay. get my bleeping name right. Exactly. Say my name. All right, Maria, go ahead. Well, Merry Christmas to you and yours, Alan. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so I'm hunkering down by myself. I've turned down many offers from friends and family, and, yep, just... Okay, how do you turn that... Tell me, how you how do you do that? How do you handle that? Somebody says, why don't you come on over? What do you say? <laughs> well, just telling them that I'm trying to do the right thing and uh, being semi-antisocial, but, yeah, we'll talk on the phone, and, and uh, after this stuff is over, we'll make up for it. Thank you, Maria. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. I appreciate you doing the right thing. Can I do something yeah. quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. As far as, I don't know if you know the demographics of people that listen to your radio station, but some people might actually think, like, Justin Trudeau is communicating with you. Well, he is. He's right here with me. Justin? But this Christmas maybe, is maybe different. Maybe you should have that for those with, like, you know, double-digit IQs. Well, Justin is right here with us. I mean, Justin, again, what do you you got? I continue to be puzzled. See? (laughs) I'm enjoying it, but I'm telling you, there are people out there that might actually think that's happening. Just Uh, so you know. Between Jody, between... All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for uh, for calling in. Uh, Line one is Vincent. Vincent, um, the Prime Minister is with us for the hour. I'm wondering if you will be changing your plans for Christmas. Go ahead. Line one, Vincent, you're on. Hey there. Yes, I am definitely changing my plans for Christmas. I'm sorry, what's your name? Let me me know. Pardon me? Tammy. Tammy, thank you. Thank you so much for being on, Tammy. Uh, you're changing your plans. You're, you, how have you communicated that with family? Has that been a problem? Um, not so much. They're, everybody's disappointed. But my daughter posted a picture on Facebook the other day of World War One and all of the guys in the trench fighting a war 
just to put it into perspective to say, you know, we think we're hard done by because we're not supposed to be with family. How do you think they felt? So what we're going through is absolutely nothing compared to what they had to go through. Exactly. For fight for us to be able to do this. Like, and the, the caller before us said, oh, things aren't going to change for him. That's just selfish. And he's the exact same reason, the reason why everything is the way it is today. Tammy, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank All you. Right, have a good one. Merry Christmas. You, Merry Christmas to you, and thank you so much thank for calling in. Uh, we're going to get to some more calls about what you're doing for Christmas, but I promised, I promised you I'd tell you the story about what's going on in my backyard. So, as you know, I'm trying to follow the rules. Obviously, I'm on here barking like a madman in my closet here in the basement of an industrial building in Don Mills, and I'm, so I'm trying to do the right thing. So what I did, what I did, I can't have my parents over. I can't have I can't have my mother-in-law over. I can't have I can't have them in the house. That's that's not recommended. It's not a good idea. My kids are in school. I actually come here to this, you know, industrial building in Don Mills. So I'm I'm out. I'm not I don't see a lot of people, but I'm I'm out. So what I did is I had this, I got this giant Coleman tent, like a 10 manor. Like this thing is a monster. Like, like in, you know, in the before times you could put like at least, you could put like 10 people in there, no problem. And it's not one of those like, you know, when they say, you know, it's a 10 person tent and that, that means only if you're on top of each other. Like you can stand up in this thing. This thing's giant. So what I do is I put it up in the backyard, you see, and it's got lots of ventilation in it. And then I had my parents come over and they sit way over there on that side of the tent and they got blankets and sleeping bags and we got masks and we're doing it all outside. They work great. It's great. It was amazing. We had a really good time together. You know, it wasn't Christmas, but it was... I mean, there they were. I mean, I haven't seen them in in the flesh for so long. And there they were. I mean, they were over there, but there they were. And my mother-in-law came over. We had a good time. Uh, and anyway, here's the problem. It's going to snow like 15 centimeters of heavy snow. <laughs> and I, I think the tent might not make it. I'm going to go grab my coat, and I'll be right back. Okay, well, Justin's going to take a quick powder. That's the podcast for today and for this year. We'll see you in 2021.